Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 140 is entitled The Road to Power, Machiavellian Pragmatism, Rule Number 13, The Common Defect in Man. From Machiavelli's book, The Prince, I have extracted 40 rules suggested by Machiavelli on how to gain power and how to hold power. In my series, The Road to Power, I show how the politicians today are using the rules of Machiavelli to take over our government, destroying our democratic republic, and replacing it with socialism and the New World Order. I use the term pragmatism to mean to do whatever works. Let me remind you that rule number one is in the actions of men, and especially of princes from which there is no appeal, the end is everything. In other words, the ends justify the means, regardless of truth, justice, morality, decency, fairness, law, courtesy, kindness, mercy, or truth. Though I consider rule number one to be the number one governing rule of Machiavellian pragmatism, the other 39 rules are merely chronological, as they were suggested in the book. The numbering is my own, not Machiavelli's. It is my opinion that Machiavelli himself did not invent the rules. He was an astute observer of history, particularly political history, and he simply described the methods the tyrants of his time used successfully. He pointed out those who succeeded and demonstrated why they succeeded. Machiavelli himself was ambitious and wrote the book to gain favor with the ruling prince. As with the other rules, Rule 13 is number 13 merely by chance. That is why I do not follow the chronological order. I also don't follow the chronological order because it is not convenient. People do not break rules in order. I am not even suggesting that the guilty parties are familiar with Machiavelli's book, The Prince. I think the Machiavellian rules come by predatory instinct and that Satan is the author. Satan is the father of lies and Machiavellian rules are based on lies. Truth is not relevant in any ruthless climb to power. When someone believes that the ends justify the means, then anything that works is acceptable. Machiavellian pragmatism is behind all political ambitions that disregard truth. Machiavellian pragmatism demonstrates that power is the primary goal of the left, though either party or any politician or other ambitious climbers that uses Machiavellian rules is guilty of putting power before anything. Machiavellian pragmatism is ruthless in achieving its goals and has been practiced down through the centuries on many levels. Though I assign the number in the words of Machiavelli, rule number 13 is this. It is a common defect in men not to make any provision in the calm against the tempest. Niccolo Machiavelli, the Prince. Many climb to power on the necessities of others. In the Mafia, loan sharking is a common example. They find a person who needs money badly but who cannot go through legitimate means. Therefore, they go to the loan shark, who charges exorbitant interest. The mafia, noted for taking advantage of those who are desperate, is notorious for collecting on the loans through threats of violence and even murder. But outside organized crime, we see examples of people taking advantage of those who are desperate. We see it in car sales, in real estate sales. We see it in pawn shops. We see it in quick loans borrowed against forthcoming salaries at exorbitant interest. Las Vegas could not survive without gambling addicts. Drug cartels could not survive without drug addicts. Cigarette companies could not survive without smoking addicts. But the list is continuous. Many get rich on the misery of others. 
Does anyone even know the number and variety of scams operating daily to catch people unawares? This common defect is what makes socialism, Marxism, and communism so popular. Buying votes through entitlements or promising free health care, free homes, free everything, etc., is taking advantage of this common defect. Alexis de Tocqueville, the French philosopher who came to America to study democracy, observed, The American Republic will endure until the day Congress discovers that it can bribe the public with the public's money. Well, the left has discovered that it can bribe the public with the public's money. They gain power by promising free stuff, by promising to raise taxes on the rich, and by redistribution of wealth. Therefore, our American Republic is coming rapidly to an end, and we are entering the new world order of Marxism. Wilson and Roosevelt, the new fathers of the left, would be very proud. In fact, Machiavellian Rule 13 has become the primary ploy of the left in gaining power. They have discovered that tribalism works. Tribalism is simply this. Select a minority group with common complaints and show that they are victims. Once you convince them that they are victims, offer yourself as their savior. It is no accident that the left demonizes whites and promotes critical race theory to win votes from those who see themselves as oppressed. The left has convinced every minority in America that they are victims of white supremacy, or conservatism, or religion, and they will be their saviors. They are using Machiavellian Rule Number 13 because it works. To gain a majority vote, you only must own all the minorities. That is why the left has adopted the rule, never let a good crisis go to waste. The left is crisis-oriented. I want to be your champion, said Hillary Clinton in her failed presidential bid. To need a champion, one must feel that he is a victim. A victim must have an enemy. The left has presented all white people as the number one enemy. That is how critical race theory was born. Somewhere, it has escaped notice that those who are leading the charge against the so-called white supremacists are whites and are seeking greater power over non-whites. Where emotions run high, the leaden dread of heavy truth sinks lower and lower in the bog of battle while white-feathered raptors fly high crying for blood. If someone is shot, ignore the victim. Push gun control. Never let a good crisis go to waste. If a white policeman shoots a black person, regardless of the circumstances, condemn all policemen as racist. Encourage riots, looting and burning in the streets. Defund police. Condemn all whites for the actions of a few. Where a crisis does not occur naturally, create one. Since the vulgar masses are defective and make no provision against the future, the liberals must do it for us. If you have paid attention at all to the remarks that have come from the left, you cannot help but conclude that they think that they know better than you do about what we should like and what we should dislike, how we should feel, where we should live, how we should use energy, or how we should be governed. Their solution is socialism. Let me encourage you to read the entire Democratic platform. I am including excerpts below. Before reading the platform, however, consider that all programs are dressed in silken gowns. All words with a negative connotation are removed, and empty words with noble-sounding sentimentality are substituted. Through Machiavellian pragmatism, taking the power from the many and putting it into the hands of a few is their only solution. To them, total socialism is the answer. The following are some of the salient points of their socialist platform. Raising workers' wages. Protecting workers' fundamental rights rather than the rights of everyone. Supporting working families. Helping more workers share in near-record corporate profits. 
which means redistribution of wealth, expanding access to affordable housing and home ownership, which means paid government housing and supplementing home ownership, protecting and expanding Social Security, which means increased welfare for those who do not pay Social Security, ensuring a secure and dignified retirement, which means government-guaranteed retirement, creating good-paying, clean-energy jobs, which means government-creating jobs rather than free enterprise, reigning in Wall Street and fixing our financial system, which means government control of business, promoting competition by stopping corporate concentration, which means government takeover of business. Making the wealthy pay their fair share of taxes, which means redistribution of wealth. It sounds great until one understands the meaning of fair share. It means that they should pay a higher percentage of their money to support others. There is a vast difference between paying more money and paying a greater percentage. Making debt-free college a reality, not requiring students to work. Providing relief from crushing student debt, which means allowing default on their loans. Supporting historically black colleges and university and minority-serving institutions, but not supporting historically white colleges, etc. Cracking down on predatory for-profit schools, which means government-run education. Securing universal health care which means socialized medicine, supporting community health centers, which means socialized medicine, securing reproductive health rights and justice, which means free abortions, ensuring long-term care services and supports, which means socialized services. That is the agenda of unconcealed, blatant socialism. The above free stuff can only be accomplished if we are required to pay almost all, if not all, of our income in taxes. Those who work will effectively take care of those who don't work. Those who pay taxes will pay the debts of those who don't. At what point did it become evil for college students to work their way through college or to pay back student loans? What happened to self-reliance? None of that matters for the left is playing to the common defect of man, which is not to make any provision in the calm against the tempest. Under the socialist programs of the left, you will not have to make any provisions in the calm against the tempest. The left will do it for you. If you listen to the platform, this is what they are promising. Higher wages, supporting working families, redistributing wealth by taking from the corporate profits and sharing it with the workers. Expanding Social Security, whether you pay into it or not. Guaranteeing a good retirement. Rigging the financial system to favor the workers over the employers. Controlling business so their profits are evenly distributed. Making the wealthy pay all the taxes. Free college. Forgiving student debt. Expanding entitlements to minorities. Eliminating schools from making a profit. Free health care. Free community health centers. Free abortions. Free long-term care services and supports. The above, of course, is the short list. 
But according to the left, you don't have to worry anymore about being self-reliant, about saving for the future, about looking out for your retirement, about saving for higher education, about paying your debts, about paying your health care. The government will take care of you because everyone knows that it is a common defect in man not to make any provision in the calm against the tempest. The government will be your nanny, and you will fly to Never Never Land with Peter Pan and the other lost children. All you need is a little fairy dust. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.